0: Good morning and welcome to Two Girls in the Bible. I'm Kim and I'm Jennifer and we're back with our 12 or 10 women of the Bible from Max Licata. Continuing talking about Abram and And Sarah. Sarah, yes
1: and we're talking about staying hopeful during a dreadful routine. Oh gosh, don't we do that. 25 years of, of living yeah. Like Abram and Sarai after the promise was given. That's a long time and don't we all get into dreadful routines, Kim, the Monday through Friday we get up, we do go to work sometimes or whatever we're doing. And what about when we the, when those unwanted obnoxious
0: guests show up oh during boy. our daily our dreadful daily routine. In the middle of our promise. In the middle of our promise. Unexpected dreadful guests. No good. So, this
1: is where we're going to be picking up today. Genesis 17. You can follow along with us. That's what we're going to be picking up. Again, we um, it's a Max Lucado study. So, please, if you haven't gotten yours, go to Amazon. You can find it there. It's 10 Women in the Bible. One by One, They Changed the World by Max Lucado. Okay, Kim, pick it up yes. for us. So...
0: I'm going to start with Genesis 17:1, And it says, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him. Mm. So by the time God makes his next appearances, his next appearance in Genesis 17, it's been 25, 25 years, years. since his first pa- or, uh, promise, promise yeah. to Abram. And Sarai. Yes. And for them to become a great nation. Yes. To be a great nation. Thank you. Yes. But no, a lot has happened. A lot. This time. A lot has Uh, happened. The couple has overcome a scandal in Egypt. What was the scandal, Kim? It was where Abram lied and said, you know, told his wife to say, you're my sister because if you don't, they're going to kill me. Yes, because you're so beautiful. And
1: so what happened? Yeah. They ended up taking her anyway. Yeah, and then the king ended up getting in trouble. By God. And he was by God. And he <laughs> didn't even do anything. He was lied to. He's like, Why'd you lie to me? And then of course he apologized and reversed the whole thing. So that yes. was good. So there's some scandal there. And then Lot gets is captured. Captured and, and rescued out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. And so that's a whole I mean, how many times then, in our life, Kim though, do we get caught up in scandals where we've lied yeah. about something and now we're footing the bill for the lie or yeah. Just regular everyday life, or something that's going on in our family that's captured our attention, right. because it's just so um, sometimes detrimental or sad. It could be a death of a family, it could be somebody going to jail for something maybe they didn't do, or right. you know, there's lots of things that can happen happen in our family and in yeah. our life. And what else was going on, Kim? Well, then there's the whole um,
0: Hagar and Ishmael thing. Oh, oh yes. the ordeal. But still, no son has been born
1: or, or born.
0: Not yes, born.
1: and you got <laughs> <laughs> and you guys really. Um, you know the story about um, Hagar and, and Ishmael. The firstborn, physical firstborn. No has no come yet. That's right. He was the physical firstborn son, but he wasn't the firstborn for the promise. So, um, you can read all about that. But for Abram, Abram, whose name meant exalted father... The conversations must have become a dreadful routine between him and Sarai. Because here they are waiting 25 years. They've been through all this stuff. And yet, doesn't doesn't it say that they held on to their faith, even they, even though they made poor decisions? Yeah, they, they never doubted that God was going to be true to his word. They never you know, doubted. But what a great title, right? absolutely the dreadful routine. I mean, I have a routine, Kim. How about you? Do you mm-hmm. have a routine? Yes, I do. And I bet every single listener that's listening to us today, they have a routine. You have yeah. I'm and sure sometimes you do. it can feel like, oh, oh I got to wow. get up. Here again. we go again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to go back to the same job. Oh, I got to go see these same people. All oh, the dishes again, the laundry again. Mama, mama, mama. I mean, the dreadful routine can go on and on. However, if God has promised you something hold on to the promise mm-hmm. hold on to the promise because he is God and so we're coming into the scriptures right now and we're seeing that the Lord has now revisited Abram Kim yes so tell us a little bit about that well the Lord has revisited Abram he is gonna give him a new message and that message says what? Tell us, tell us a little bit of background. Do you have something you wanted to read out of the... Yeah, um, it says here that uh,
0: occasionally, this is what Max says. He says, occasionally, I'm sure he'd think of God's promise and gave Sarai a wink. She gave him a smile, and they would think, "Well, God did promise a child. Promises a child, didn't He?" Right. So they're just kind of like between themselves, you yeah. know. It's like, "Okay, God told us," and they both chuckled at the thoughts of bouncing a baby boy on their knee, on their bony knees. Yeah, because here yeah. they're getting old. They're getting man. old. So this is twenty-five was, years later, but God was chuckling too. Yes, He was. He said, with a smile still on his face, he began getting busy doing what he did. Do- what he does, he does best. The unbelievable. But first he had to change uh, a few things, beginning yes. with their names. But before we go on a little bit, I want to uh, uh, give you a little bit of background with Ishmael and Hagar. Okay, let's talk about that. So when Listen Ishmael after. was born to Hagar, Scripture says that Abraham was 86 years old. Mm. And that's found in Genesis 16:16. 16, 16. So 13 more frustrating years have passed for Sarah. Sarai, after that, she remained barren. Barren. By that time, she was 89 years old. She had lived in Canaan for 24 years. Her husband was about to have his 100th birthday. Wow. If her hope was not utterly shattered, it must have hung by the very, very thin thread.
1: By a very thin thread. Her faith definitely hung by a very thin thread.
0: I'm sorry, listeners, I do this every week, don't I? I have to turn that off. So, sorry about that. But anyway, going on, it says here, here's the great the greatness of Sarah's, this is where Sarah's faith starts shining through. Okay. So, we're talking about Sarah. So, we're, we, we want to be like Sarah because Sarah had such a great faith. Yes. And this is where even, it says, if her hope was not utterly shattered, it must have hung by a very thin thread. Here's where the greatness of Sarah's face shines through. She had harbored, or she had harbored long, uh, harbored hope for so long. Year after year, had come and gone. She was now an old woman. Yes. And no matter how often she and Abraham tried to conceive, the Wasn't promise happening. was still unfulfilled. Most women would have given up. Would you yeah. have given up? I would have given up. Twenty-five years is a long yeah. time. And a lesser woman might have just of ever seeing Yahweh's promise fulfilled mm-hmm. and turned to paganism instead. Mm-hmm. Back in that day, you know. That was flagged. a real thing. That, that was, was in was their real... face, I mean, yeah. they had
1: to hold fast to their faith. But we're
0: reminded again that Sarah judged him faithful who had promised, so
1: she had this very strong faith. She knew that when God said something, he was not a man that he would lie. Yeah,
0: and that is one of the things that made her so extraordinary. Yes. Is her faith.
1: It's her faith. Even she though can. they made poor decisions. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even though they decided, okay, well, let's help God out a little bit. Maybe God wants to use my maidservant to bring the promise. And so we're going to go ahead and move forward. Even though they had not, God had not said that to them. But she was still holding, even in that poor decision, mm-hmm. she was still holding on to the faith that perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, this would be the way that God would do it. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't. But you can see her faith, her holding on to that faith. And I believe that that was really an act for her to say, no, I'm going to make this happen. I remember in 2013 when I put up my website, Mm -hmm. I had a vision and a hope in my heart for Two Girls in the Bible and to write my book. At that time, it wasn't written. And I put up that website in 2013. And that didn't happen until 2020 when we started writing, Kim. Yeah, exactly. 2020 and October of 2020. And
0: what God tell you to do.
1: Move forward. As yep, if as if you have everything, everything you need. But I had you know, to hold isn't that on to kind of,
0: it. Isn't that kind of what he was telling
1: Abraham and Absolutely. Sarah? And think about I mean. all those years I was in that, and just in the middle of that, Kim. Yeah. Because every time my faith would falter, I would run and, and look at that website. Yeah. And read through I it to hold on to the faith. And that. I, bet, I, bet, I bet that's what Abraham and Sarah did. I, I bet they read the scriptures and <laughs> held on to the promises that God had given them. Yeah, so,
0: but... Then comes the thing, you know, so when God's chuckling, you know, and, you know, with the smile on their faces. Um, but there was one thing that God he said, okay, you're, 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 you're getting ready to turn 100. Yep. Sarah's getting ready to turn 90. Yep. Okay, but there's a few things that we got to do. There's some housekeeping. Before we can get this baby. Yes, that's right. Before this baby's going to come. Before the promise comes. So what was one of the first things, Jennifer,
1: What did they have to do? Did they not have to circumcise? Did he not? No, it was, the first thing was their names. Oh, he changed their names. That's right. Because it says right here
0: that it says. um, Oh, the first thing.
1: Okay. The first thing. Uh But
0: first he had to change a few things, beginning with their names. names. He says, I am changing your name from Abram. To
1: Abraham. Which meant father of one, Abram. Father of one. Because I am making you a father of nations. nations. And Abraham means the father of a
0: multitude. And he says, I will change the name of Sarai to uh, your wife to Sarah. Yes, which she went from my princess to princess. And he said, I will bless her and give her a son and you will be the father.
1: And she will be the mother of. You him. know why would the, God say that? Why would God look at him and say, "And you'll be the father"? And you'll be the father. Mm-hmm. And and he was I, already a father, yeah, right? Because yeah. he had Ishmael. Yeah.
0: So um, and so Abram, the father of one, would now be Abraham, a father of a multitude. Yes. And Sarai, the barren one, would now be Sarah, the mother of a nation of yes, nations. Absolutely. It was another assurance from God that the promise would be fulfilled. Somehow, the couple
1: chose to believe it and never gave in to doubt. They never gave in to doubt, even though they made mistakes, even though they went through family problems, even, you know, even though they, you know, they went through scandals in their life where they made poor decisions and lied about some things. They still held on to the promise. There is humanness. The truth is we're all human, Kim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to make mistakes in this life. And that doesn't mean you have to lay down your promise for God because you're not worthy or you're not good enough. no, you hold on to the things that he's spoken into your life. and it reminds me of the scripture as we go through uh reading in uh, chapter seventeen. It's so interesting to me because the Lord continues to say two things that I see repeated throughout uh Genesis seventeen. two things he says, "I will and you shall, I will and you shall he says. In in the scriptures, he says, you shall be the father of many nations. You shall uh, circumcise your children. Your name shall be Abraham. Mm -hmm. But he also says, I will make you. I will establish you. I will give you. I will be your God and their God. This is the father. This is him sharing his heart with us. There are some i shalls I will in our life when we're listening to the you shalls. And to me, Kim, and tell me how you feel about this. When the Lord says something to me, it's a you shall for my life. You shall start this company called Two Girls in a Bible, this outreach. You shall write your book. I held on to yes, those things. Did, yeah. And there was a promise on the other step and the other in the on the other side mm-hmm. of that which is I will take care of you. I will establish you. I will give you. And so when we're listening to the you shalls" in our life from the Holy Spirit, and those yeah. of us who have the Holy Spirit, and you if you haven't, right now in the name of Jesus, ask him into your heart. Yes, exactly. Holy Spirit, yes. I invite you mm-hmm. into my heart. Exactly. Live inside of me. Be my teacher. I believe Christ Jesus is Be my the Lord and Savior. Yes. Be the Lord of my life. And he's faithful to keep his promise. Yes. But did you also mm-hmm. know...
0: Um, at the beginning of the chapter, because Abraham always called God Yahweh, yes, um, uh, he revealed himself to Abraham with a new name too—Almighty mm. God or El Shaddai in El Hebrew.
1: Shaddai.
0: Oh, how um, beautiful and, is that! Uh, the name deliberately highlighted, highlighted, highlighted. Excuse me, God's omnipotence. After hearing these promises so many times, Abraham, Abraham might have wondered whether he would ever see the son who embodied the fulfillment of the promises. The name was a subtle reminder to Abraham that nothing was too hard for God. Mm -hmm. And having said all that, the Lord then turned the subject to Sarah. Yes. For the first time on record, he specifically brought Sarah by name into the covenant promise. Then God said to Abraham, As for uh, Sarai, Mm -hmm. your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, my princess, but Sarah, princess. princess. Mm. So with that, and um, he says, shall be her name. And I will bless her and also give her a son by her. Then I will bless her and you. she shall be the mother of nations. Kings of people shall come from her. By removing the possessive pronoun, my, the Lord was taking away the limiting aspect of her name since she was to be the ancestor to of many, many nations
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh so there's no indication that sarah was present at this time when god right. was talking to abraham but i'm you know i'm sure but he, abraham, brought, he
1: brought her into he the conversation into, with so abraham because abraham's knew, name has now been changed yes so now he so, went from abraham to abraham yes so here exactly. we go So there are times though, in this covenant promise, when God has promised us something right, that, that there's a season of waiting. And so in this season of waiting, we can make mistakes and God's grace is sufficient for us to cover us during those times. But what does it look like when there's an unwanted, obnoxious guest that shows up, that whispers in your ear, you can't, Mm. you're not, you're not enough. You can't do this you don't your qualification where are your qualifications or you're lonely Mm-hmm. Nobody is here for you. What are some of the whispers that you've gotten over the years, Kim? What is that, some of the things the enemy will I, try to I, I whisper? Th- I think
0: my biggest problem is the unknown, not knowing what's going to happen. Okay. You know, you know, sometimes I just feel like God should just fill me in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel a lot better, but then... You need you a know, heavenly whisper. <laughs> Lord. But, you know, God knows what's best. You know, I probably couldn't handle what he had it has in store. Right. So, but the unknowing really gets me the little whispers of you know you know what about this what about that you know what if this happens What's what if that turnout? happens yeah. yeah what is going to happen in this moment. Yes. And, you know, then, you know, my mind goes crazy. It's kind of like the prison of what ifs, right? Yes. Yeah. It the is. prison of what ifs. Right. And I don't know about you, but I get caught up in that sometimes and I have to knock it down. Yeah. And say, Lord, give me peace of mind. Renew my mind.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's you running to him. Yes. I'm kind of like the opposite side of that spectrum, which isn't good either. I'm just like, woohoo, whatever. Let's roll with it. You know, no plans. I mean, yeah. I do have plans. Don't so give I had
0: two girls in a Bible,
1: we are on on different spectrums, so maybe that's why we balance each other (laughs) out. It's like, no,
0: I'm not too extreme. He has this meat in the middle. Yeah, yeah. so (laughs) she kind of balances
1: me out, and I draw her back It's not that I don't have a plan. I do have a plan, but I don't really have a need to know how I'm going to get there. You know, I just kind of wake up every day and say, "Okay, God, what do you want to do?" today? And I'm more of, you're, "Yeah, you're a real. Planner. I'm an organizer. Yeah, you know, I want
0: to. to she put, wants to
1: have the A through Z. Yeah, in know, order.
0: Yeah, which I is good. But I have learned, yeah, how to roll. You know, roll with it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it doesn't come easily, but I, I am learning how. to Well, that's to roll growth with it, and so. I, and maturity.
1: And that's the same thing with me. I have learned that sometimes I need to know what the next step is, mm-hmm. Lord. You know, I need to be asking those questions. So. But those unwanted de- desk uh, is doubt, you know, and and it can be a noisy neighbor. Doubt is more like a noisy neighbor, an unwanted visitor, an obnoxious guest, and it can look like so many different things. It can be, you know, uh, don't you think you're being presumptuous and thinking God wants you in heaven or God wants you to do this ministry or and God you wants? Know, how many of you have that soul called? And I
0: say so-called. Yeah. Um, that comes to you and says, and says things like this to you. Yeah. You know, not to encourage you, but to kind of bring you down. I right. think. I think at some point in our lives, we've all had that friend. Yeah. Which is not really a friend. No, not at all.
1: I think if that friend was sent by the enemy. Or those people who like just <coughs> plant those seeds of doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to have people around mm-hmm. me that rally around me and encourage me.
0: Well, yeah, and that's mean, why we need
1: to be around like-minded believers. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and, I need yeah. people to encourage me. Like I put my, myself. I can I can get into places in my life in mm-hmm. my mind where I'm putting myself down enough, and it takes other people around me to kind of pull me out of that pit when when my mind gets stuck. But it also takes me. Reaching mm-hmm. out and making that effort and showing up in other people's mm-hmm. lives, and so we encourage all of you, all of our listeners out there, that, the enemy, to find your tribe. Yeah, right? find, find your, your tribe. People. And the enemy is a, any,
0: the enemy is a two faced liar who yeah. deals from the bottom of the deck. Doesn't that's he? right? Yeah, he's and awful. And his aim is to convince you. Yeah, is not to convince you, but to confuse you.
1: Yeah, yes. he's not there to convince
0: you. Of he something wants you good. confused. He wants
1: you to all confused. And it kind of reminds me, actually, Kim, it kind of reminds me with you in the very beginning of uh, Two Girls in the Bible, the seeds that he would plant to confuse you, whether this was really where you were supposed to be or not supposed to be. And it Mm -hmm. it was a season that we walked through together. But at the end of the day, God gets his way. That's another you shall. And I will. Mm-hmm. You shall be the other girl at Two Girls in the Bible. And I will establish you. Well, you know, you know and,
0: and that's true. Because every time I would say, okay, God, you know, I just did. I think I was just supposed to line up with her to help her for with this her boy, time frame, For this time For this little time frame. Yeah. And, you know, now it's time to get another girl. Yeah. You know, I said, because I, you know, I don't know. But every time I would, would feel that I needed to exit. Yeah that door would never open for me and I would be pulled, you know, right, right back, back in, in and yeah. not in a bad way, No. Yeah. but in a way, but you just that, understood that it's that that like, I know, oh, oh, you know, <laughs> this is what I need to, you know, this is what my, our direction is going to be. Yeah. So he would immediately give me a sense of direction and how to direct to girls yes. in the Bible. Uh-huh. And then we would just begin to flow. Again. Absolutely. But that enemy just kept coming back because yeah. he knew that if he
1: could confuse you enough, That you just might not listen to God's you shall in your life. Exactly. Exactly, yes. So, so but God says, I will. Mm -hmm. And when we get our minds off of our circumstances, what's going on around us, the things we can't control, like Kim said, and we. Really begin to focus on just what God would have us to do today. And, you know, the first seeds of We can of doubt walk the pro- promises out little by little. Go ahead, yeah. Please. And the first seeds of doubt were sown in the Garden of
0: Eden. In the of heart course. of Eve. Yes. It started way back when. Way back it when. They undoubtedly worked hard to sow these same seeds in the hearts of Sarah and Abraham. Yes.
1: yes. You know, and
0: I, you know, they probably had many, I mean, 25 years to think yes. about. Yes. You know, pr- hearing God promise. Yeah. That you're going to have a son. And, and it,
1: it must have been. sounded really crazy crazy to them. Yeah, I mean, they, well, it and does. Even then, they
0: laugh because 25 years before that he was
1: 74 years old. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they laughed. Even yeah. when God came back to speak to Abraham, yeah. he was laughing at yeah. God. Exactly. But that did not stop God's. I will, mm-hmm. I will give you, I will establish mm-hmm. you. I will make you a father of great, of, of nations. Mm-hmm. So here we are back to, it all comes down to the promises God has put into your heart, listeners. Yeah, what promises have God given you? What, hold on to those yes. things. Hold on to those you shalls. Because we have an
0: enemy who that's loves right. to steal away our hope.
1: Yes, that's right. And you know, if we cannot hang on to our hope, what do we got? Absolutely. We got to remember scriptures like, you dear children in 1 John 4, 4 are from God. Ephesians one five, he predestined us for adoption to sonship. Romans 8.17, we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. So How powerful is
0: yeah, that? Yeah, that is very powerful. So when yeah. we listen to the enemy's voice, we hear things like forgotten. Yes. Unlovable. Alone. Unimportant. Mm-hmm. Alone. Mm-hmm. Unworthy. Yeah, you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Depressed.
1: You know, depressed. And if you rearrange depressed, it actually says I pressed on if you rearrange the letters in the yeah, word I depressed. Pressed on. That's good. That's I really pressed on. good. Yeah.
0: And more than likely Abraham and Sarah felt this during their 25 years of waiting, but then they listened to God's mm-hmm. names for them. Abraham meaning father of many, mm-hmm. and Sarah meaning princess.
1: Yes. And think about this in Romans 8:2021, 20, it says Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God. So Abraham and Sarah, Sarah never wavered, even though they made poor decisions. They never wavered, Mm -hmm. but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. Yes. And so um,
0: there was at a point also. When, you know, like we said before, Sarah wasn't here when God was telling Abraham, Abraham yeah. all of this, yeah. and um, it was then that Abraham fell on his face and laughed. Yes, and guess God <laughs> was talking to him. He fell on his face and started laughing. <laughs> Have you ever been and, there before? Really, God is that yeah, going to happen? And he said in his heart, "Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred year years old, and shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child?" There was probably as much relief and gladness in their laughter.s as there was incredibly, incredibly, or something. Uh, surely we can understand Abraham's amazement, perhaps even tinged with the measure of, of uncertainty. Yeah. But don't mistake it for unbelief. He, it wasn't, he was not unbelieving. He wasn't laughing because no. he didn't believe God. Mm-mm. He was laughing because this was going absurd. to be... This was going to be, happen, and
1: this is You know, absurd. God
0: was going to show up, and it was nothing but God. And isn't that how God is?
1: Yes, he, is. He, he always is.
0: shows up at the last. He, you moment. know, I
1: think God uh, likes to show off. Yes,
0: I think He
1: does. He's a show-off God. He does, he does. So He, <laughs> He likes to when we have given up all hope and we're at the end of ourselves, at the end of our circumstances. There are no other options on the table. He loves to come in and show off and say, "Hey." Look at me. I'm your God. I'm the one who sustains you. I'm the one who keeps you. I'm the one who establishes you. I'm the one who gives you. Yes. This is our God. These are his I wills yes, in this scripture. The he wills. likes to show off. He likes to be the I will.
0: And even the Apostle Paul brought up, mm-hmm. speaking of this very moment that we just yes. talked about, mm-hmm. says Abraham did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief but was strengthened in faith giving glory to God and was fully convinced that what he had promised he was also able to perform yep that was in Romans 8:20 20 and 21 that is so good cam thank you for that reminder yeah. so that 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 was just beautiful Absolutely and so the beautiful. second thing that uh, came to pass you know he said okay there's a couple things we have to take care of and he said first was their names they changed yeah.
1: their names changed their and names and
0: then the the circumcision,
1: circumcision. You know, and and Ishmael was included in the yeah, circumcision. It was, and yes. all of Abraham's servants, anyone he paid for, they all his entire household had to be circumcised.
0: And I wonder this, what all of them was, were this,
1: thinking. This was a covenant that you know that
0: could not. You, they weren't moving forward unless this happened. Yes, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that that had to happen, and
1: that's in the book of Genesis. You can read that. Yeah. Um, what about Hebrews eleven thirteen? 13? The author writes that the greatest biblical heroes died in faith, oh, wow. not having received the promises. You know, the truth is, Kim, sometimes we're not going to see God's promises unfold in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. I have a long-term vision. My vision, the vision for Two Girls in the Bible, is big. Yes. And w- the truth is, we may not see the complete fulfillment of it mm-hmm. in our lifetime, yeah. but our hope is that we will. Yes. We'll continue to wake up every day and do those things that God has in store for us that day in hopes that we are going to see it. And we're we're building the foundations of it now. Other times it may take only a matter of minutes. Yeah, We might snap our finger, wake up tomorrow, and everything that we need is going to show up and we're able to move in it. But I honestly believe that God enjoys uh, small beginnings and allowing us to grow into position to grow with the ministry as it grows. So as mm-hmm. we're per- as he's prepared our hearts and he's teaching us to be good stewards and what he yes, wants us exactly. to do along the yes. way. He's building yes. the structure exactly. we're yes. only following. So we must remember that God doesn't need an alarm clock. He hasn't dozed off or forgotten his plan for our lives. He is faithful. His timing is perfect. And may we like Abraham and Sarah and all the heroes of faith trust in God regardless of promises seen. Mm-hmm. Or
0: unseen. You know, and Abraham didn't see all the promises fulfilled. No. He He's seen his son born. He did. He did. And, you know, but Abraham also had a special place mm-hmm. for Ishmael, his son, who was mm-hmm. 13. That was his and first born to him. That Abraham, he calls
1: him his firstborn. born. Yeah, his born. He pleads with God yeah. on Ishmael's behalf. Yes, he said, and
0: Abraham also pleaded mm-hmm. with God not to overlook yes. Ishmael at this point he was 13 years old yes and and no doubt and no doubt beloved by his father abraham absolutely Um, and abraham said Mm -hmm. to god in genesis 17 18 oh that ishmael might live before you yes absolutely the lord immediately iterated the promise regarding sarah no sarah your wife shall bear your son bear Mm -hmm. you a son and you shall call his name isaac I will establish my covenant with him for everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. That's in verse 19. Sarah's son, not Hagar's, would be the child in whom the covenant promises would find their fulfillment. So even then, he was even thinking, well, maybe it's Ishmael. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be both of them together, you know, because he's God clarified. Yeah. And that's found in Galatians 4, 22 through 28. And then the Lord had one thing left to say. Mm -hmm. He said... And as for Ishmael, he did not forget his firstborn. I love it. And he was not going, because his burden probably, this it's probably hurt him because he was his father and that was his first son. And that was, I mean,
1: and that was. He says, I have heard you. God used even decisions that they made where they tried to take God's will into their own hands and make it happen. God still used that, saw them, and heard them. Yeah, and then he said,
0: behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful. And I will multiply him exceedingly. He shall begat twelve princes. And I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this time next next year. year. Genesis 17, 20 through 21. And this was the first time here was the promise where a fixed date Assuring Sarah of her place in the covenant. Yes. And, you know, how do you think that might have made Sarah feel?
1: like? How would it make you feel if oh, all of a sudden God told you exactly I just, what? I
0: just kind of got goosebumps all, yeah. all over, you
1: know, chills. How would it make yeah. you feel, though, Kim, if he, if every question mark you had in your head right now about your future, he answered, how would it make you feel? I would be just overwhelmed, yeah. probably. <laughs> I would be like, oh, my. And with that, with that last
0: thing he said, with that mm-hmm. interview was over, and Scripture says simply that he went up from Abraham, Boom. That 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 was it. it. And Abraham must have immediately found Sarah and reported to all her that the Lord had said. Whatever her reaction, she simply understood that Abraham believed... The promises, because he immediately was circ- immediately was circumcised, circumcised, and he had every male in his household circumcised as well. Yeah. Whether they had been born in the house or bought with money from a
1: foreign. That's right. So he did what God asked he him did to do exactly. And what so he God's was told to will, do. I will, yes. and you shall was completed in that. And so, what are some points to remember, Kim? Uh, first one,
0: God's timeline is not our own, and we cannot measure His faithfulness by a clock or a calendar. So true. Number two. Yes. It is the enemy's goal to confuse us. Raise questions in our mind about God's plan and lead us into doubt.
1: And And Jennifer, the third
0: one, what is that? The
1: number three. Our trust needs to be in God and God alone. Or we will lose sight of him and sink into hopelessness when we grow impatient waiting on his plan. And our hope can't be put in other people. It has to be put in God and God alone. So. So we just, we thank you, and we want to close this out in prayer. Can we close this out in prayer? Yes. I'm
0: just going to pray the prayer that they have at the end of this book because I think it's so fitting. Love it. Thank you, Lord, that your timing is perfect. You are never late to fulfill your promises. Help us all, Lord, to focus on you, on your faithfulness, and to keep our eyes fixed on your love and grace. May we grow in faith as we wait expectantly for what you are going to do in our lives and we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. amen and, and
1: amen. amen. Thank you all for joining us today. This was
0: an amazing study. Please and leave and, some. And even though we've had some bloops and blunders along the way, mostly mine.
1: <laughs> it's okay, I'm going to edit them out. <laughs> but it, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. We've enjoyed this time with you. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we are. You can find our co- podcast on all of the popular podcast yes. sites. And uh, please share it with your friends. We yes. appreciate you. This is a call to action. Go on our YouTube channel. We're looking to get 1,000 subscribers so that we can start going live here locally. So but we, we thank need your help. You. We need your help. We thank you for being present here, and we want you to know that, that you will always have, have a friend with two girls and, girls and a Bible. Bible.